0: Not live from their living rooms. It's the Half and Half Podcast with your hosts, Andy and Trevor. They discuss whatever they want, how they want. Maybe it's about LeBron, or maybe it's about the best chicken sandwiches. I guess we'll never know. It's Half and Half with Andy and Trevor.
1: This is Andy.
2: Hey, and this is Trevor, and welcome to the Half and Half podcast.
1: This is something new that we haven't done before. So please, you know, we'll get through it. It's gonna be fun. We promise <laughs> you that. It's just we we're new see. at it, so we're being good it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good hey, time.
2: Rome wasn't built in a day, man, so That's you right. Know what I mean?
1: You know who built Rome? Tony Romo. <laughs> He didn't, but he should have.
2: So anyways, man, I think we should uh, kind of just dip into uh, a little bit of, of our backgrounds and uh, and just give them a, you know, a nice little layout of what to expect over the next uh, couple of podcasts here. What do you think?
1: Uh, man, I think that's a really, really good idea. Um, do you want to go where...
2: first or do you want me to yeah. go first? all right. We can
1: both, you know, I'll go first and we'll, <laughs> we'll chime in where we feel like we need to.
2: Let's so, go. my name
1: is Andy, and I am from Wisconsin. I live in La Crosse, Wisconsin now. I moved up here a couple of years ago, almost uh, more than a couple of years ago. Anyway, <laughs> love it in La Crosse, love Wisconsin. It's the best state to live in. And if anybody hates Wisconsin, this isn't the podcast for you, because we're both Wisconsin guys.
2: Indeed, indeed. So, you know, this is this is a big thing here. We don't just, uh, not everyone is a farmer in Wisconsin. You know, some of us like to do podcasts on the side, so. Yeah.
1: That's right, man. That's right. And I feel yeah. like, uh, you know, podcasting is fun. I mean, we both love sports. Uh, we've been friends for a really, really long time. So
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, we
1: do, we do these episodes now. We're going to do these episodes and, you know, see how it goes. I think it's just kind of based on our phone conversations that we've had in the past. You know, we've always been fans of talking to each other on the phone, giving our hot take, giving our, you know, ideas and how we feel about things we don't always agree on our sports takes and i think that's kind of considered in the title you know we're called half and half you know you'll get half serious and you'll get half ridiculous craziness that you won't find anywhere else um i think you know more of my take on sports is i look at more of the you know what is going on in the league right now and the issues that we face but i also look at the the funny side of things too. I don't like all that serious sports talk. It gets kind of nerve you know, nerve wracking. It's like, oh my God, how many times do I have to hear about you know, what do the Cavaliers need to do to make another championship run? <laughs> like I mean they got LeBron James. They got LeBron James. They're gonna blow through the East. I mean the Bucks are gonna present a challenge and you know, the something else you'll get here too is some Wisconsin sports-based
2: bias. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely be some homers. So, yeah. So, like uh, like Andrew mentioned to you, we're uh, both originally from Wisconsin. Racine, Wisconsin, to be exact, uh, a.k.a. Raytown, a.k.a. Basilla. Um I'm also known I, as
1: Mr. Racine.
2: Yes, um, Andrew's biggest. also known as Mr. Racine. Um, I can't remember which year that was, but uh, yeah, Andrew was indeed Mr. Racine for at least one summer. <laughs> Oh, and it was so yeah. kind of, I kind of gave that title to myself, but I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. So, uh, yeah, so Andrew's, uh, now in lacrosse. I actually, myself, I moved down to, uh, just a little south of Racine. I'm in Kenosha. Um, great little city to live in. Um, gotta love it. Um, full of, uh, a lot of Italians, uh, a lot of big family Italians. Um, I'm not yeah, Italian, so I'm, I'm kind of, uh, Kind of a little bit of an outcast, but in due time I'll get there. So uh, maybe I'll, uh, you know, become Italian overnight. I'm not, not quite sure, but uh, we'll see. We'll figure it out. But
1: uh, <laughs> you know, I'm a diet, yeah, yeah, so, I'm a diet. Uh, great, yeah. great, great heritage. You should join sometime.
2: <laughs> indeed, indeed, maybe. Uh, but yeah, so you know, like Andrew said, he likes the, he likes the funny takes. Uh, myself, I actually, work in sports. I've been working in sports for a number of years. So I really like the you know, the back end business stuff. I like the I like the seriousness of the sport. So that's where we kinda get that like you said, that half and half. Uh you know, you get that funny half and then you get that serious half at the same time. But you know what? We both like to, you know, um cross over too. You know, I I, I like I like the funny shit too. Andrew likes the serious shit at times and uh you know, it should be fun. It should be a good good be, should be a good podcast.
1: It should be a good podcast. And I also want to just mention, you know, we do listen, we're avid podcast listeners. So Indeed. we'll listen to different podcasts. You know, I'm more of a a mainstream ga- kind of guy. I know it sounds crazy when you think of it. I don't like, you know, Golik and Wingo or Wingo and Golik, whatever it's called. I don't, I don't care for that <laughs> anymore. But I'm more, I, I do like the Dan Levitars, the show with the two Goss. You know, those guys are good. And that's kind of, you know, my influence in the podcasting. Uh, they're more of a radio show, but their podcast is one of the best. Uh, they take the radio show; it's a fantastic show to listen to whenever Indeed. you're doing anything.
2: And Trevor, what are your
1: interests? You know, what oh, is Oh,
2: dude, do you know, man, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big uh, Bill Simmons guy. So I follow the ringer pretty hard. Um, it can get pretty nerdy at times. You know, I'm sitting there listening to a podcast about food, uh, <laughs> uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> stuff like that but uh, you know what hey man i have a
1: harry potter tattoo man let's, let's yeah so, hey you
2: know what you, you know one thing i learned uh you know when i was in school is that you can't always be uh, you know one type of guy you can't be one genre especially you know working in sports or just working in business in general you got to be able to have multiple uh you know verses and multiple interests to be able to you know connect uh, on many different levels so you know, I think that's what uh, I think that's what we'll be able to bring to this podcast here, and uh, it should, it should be like I said, it should be a fun ride. So, yeah. So uh, let's kind of kind of dip into this, man, because you're already kind of talking about it, uh, talking about the NBA. I mean, me personally, I'm thinking that the NBA is uh, one of the hottest things uh, to talk about right now. It's damn near the WWE the way that the storyline's been going down. Oh, I know, man. That whole we got to
1: start with the Kyrie Irving. That's just right in the off season. It was like, holy shit, this stuff doesn't die down at all. It's like Kyrie Irving, right after the Warriors closed up. Kyrie Irving's like, I want out of Cleveland, and it, it's kind of crazy to see that whole situation develop. But any any of the storylines are great. I mean, you get Chris Paul going to Houston. You get. Oh yeah. So you, I mean, then you get uh, Russell Westbrook getting Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. I mean. Yeah, that is amazing. It's uh,
2: it's uh, it was definitely a good off season. It's crazy to think that now we are already closing in on the All Star break. Um, that's it's actually I believe it's coming up this weekend if I'm not mistaken. So that's uh, that's pretty fun, man. That should be exciting. Um, what do you what are you looking forward to with the All Star break? You think you think it'll be a good one to watch this year? What do you What are you looking forward to watching? I mean, it, it's
1: gonna be fun to watch. Unfortunately, you know, I wish you know part of the thing is I wish the The draft was televised, so we could truly see if Kevin Love was like a pity pick. Kevin Love was a pity pick, bro. He was a pity (laughs) pick. Um, But, you know, I'm most excited to watch is obviously the dunk contest, man. Yeah, it should be. I'm a Larry Nance Jr. kind of guy, and he's in it this year, man. I'm all in it.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. How about that, too? He gets traded to Cleveland, where his dad, Larry Nance Sr., played, for all of you that don't know. Um, and actually, the first time Larry Nance was in the dunk contest, he busted out that old-school Cavs jersey for one of his dunks. So that's pretty cool, man, that he'll be able to uh, be rocking the Cavs jersey himself uh, for the dunk I mean, how contest. About, that how about Victor Oladipo, Depot, bro? Victor, Victor Oladipo, man. That's uh, – that's he's – man, that guy really turned it on this year so far. Um, but he – man, like, yeah, I agree, man. This is going to be a fun one. I, me, personally, I like Dennis Smith Jr., um, rookie from the Dallas Mavericks. Man, does that guy go to the hard, uh, go to the whole hard. <laughs>
1: Just, uh, <laughs> he goes
2: hard, dude. He goes, he goes hard, hard to the whole. He hole. goes hard to the whole. He goes to the whole hard. Uh, however you want to say it, he, uh, the outcome is the same. He he yams on people super hard, and uh, it should definitely be fun. But, hey, let's not forget Donovan Mitchell, the, you know, the fourth guy that is in the Diamondbacks. I mean, I forgot too. about
1: him. That guy is
2: has uh, also been a very surprise uh, this season. Um, almost, I could even say he could win Rookie of the Year. I mean, Markel Foles is nowhere to be seen. Uh, I mean, Markel Ball Foles is, is not really just, Rookie of the Year material. And
1: <laughs> I mean, Markel Foles doesn't even know what his hands <laughs> are, man. He's like, what are these? They have fingers <laughs> on him. What do I do <laughs> with them?
2: So, yeah, man, that should be a good dunk contest. I'm definitely excited. Um, you th- how do you think it'll match up with the uh, the two thousand dunk contest? So I think that that may have been probably the best one in our lifetime. Um, yeah,
1: the two thousand dunk Vince, contest. Vince Carter put one. on
2: a freaking show, man. He put on a show, and
1: uh I mean, let's, hey, let's not, not forget let's, about
2: Stackhouse. yeah. Let's not forget about Stackhouse being in that one. T Mac, of course. Steve Francis before he got his chance matched. Um, Oh, man, yeah. Ricky uh, Davis, dude. Ricky Ricky Davis Davis Davis. and Larry Hughes, too, man. A couple guys that uh, that had had some pretty decent careers and uh, people kind of forget about, just the fact that uh, Vince Carter was so dominant in that one, but...
1: I mean, I would love to see, and thing about this dunk contest, and since we're Homer biased, biased, not Bayes, I don't know what the hell that means. Based, we're Bayes your own, guys. Your own on Bayes. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just thinking, could you imagine Giannis in this dunk contest, man? That would be fantastic. Ah, I know. I,
2: I really wish he would have been in this one, but uh, at the same time, that's fine, um, because I don't want him to underwhelm. Um, you know, yeah, no. the, the, when he was in it back in what was that, 2014, maybe, um, I was very underwhelmed with the honest performance. And, uh, you know, it's almost like uh, not to cross sports here, but when the home run derby is in Milwaukee, man, and uh, Richie Sexton hit, what, was it one? One, one home, home run. run. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, like, it, it's almost better to, to, to watch uh, other stars from other teams partake uh, that way. You don't have to. Uh, to worry about uh, your guy underperforming. Worry about
1: your guy. Well, that's, I mean, I was just hoping if he was in it, he could put up something similar to what Vince Carter did in his 2000 dunk contest. I mean,
2: I almost want to say I wish Vince Carter himself were in this one just because uh, who knows how many years that guy's got left. It's crazy. Right. Think Wait. That, uh, he's still that in the league? He's, yeah, he's still playing, man. He oh, is no, still That's crazy. He is with your Sacramento Kings. Um,
1: he's with the Sacramento Kings. No
2: shit. Where all was,
1: legends go to die.
2: <laughs> I mean, at age forty-one, he is uh, still balling. Well, not really balling out there, but he's out there. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I mean, the Kings, man. That's kind of a not really the best situation. It's uh, I mean, what what do you no. think he was thinking when he when he went there? You know, you know. Was it was it like a strictly a money thing? Like. Did he think like, hey, this is the year that the Kings are gonna be, gonna be good? Like, you know, I mean, the, these he... these
1: Kings are the ones that are. <laughs> this is the year after they trade to Marcus Cousins. This is the year that they're gonna be good. Yeah, Boogie Cousins is out of there. Uh, no, I think it's truly a money thing. I think he's like, how can I hang along round long enough? I could either go to the Sacramento Kings, or maybe the Phoenix Suns.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe that was it. Maybe he was like, you know what? I want to play until I'm 50, so I don't want to play in a playoff team because then that's going to be extra mileage on my legs. You know, let's let's play for a team that's, uh, you know, tanking half the season, and uh, and that way I can just play a few minutes off the bench and uh, just keep getting these checks, man. That's a, yeah. that's so a good, great that's a good, jersey. Uh, that's a great uh, Gray and purple. Oh, yeah, yeah. um Yeah, I mean, but – Let's let's take the a king, second to talk. Man, yeah, let's take a second to talk about the Kings here. Like oh, um, holy shit. Like what, like what is wrong with the Kings? What why are they so bad? Are they is it is it voidy? Like is it is it ownership? Is it just lack of talent? Like what, I,
1: I what, I think what think is What is the deal what, there? I think it's a mix of all of those things. I think that uh Buddy Divac is not the guy. I mean, he might have been the guy on the court, but he's not the guy in the front office that you really want to trust. And also, I mean, who would have thought the first half and a half podcast episode we would get on the topic of the Sacramento Kings?
2: I mean, that's hey, ridiculous. Hey, I mean, you know, you go, you can go anywhere else and get a hot take about the Cavs or the, you know, or the Warriors. But yeah, here on the half and half, we'll give you something real. We'll give you that underground shit. We'll give you some talk about the Sacramento Kings, man. That's that's Zach. what we do. Sack. They have sack <laughs> uh, on their
1: jersey. Yeah, I mean, they. Speak. What?
2: What? So, what do the Kings do from here, man? Like, what are they? Are they ever going to be able to recover? Or like, what? What is the deal? Like, what are they? I mean, maybe how, they how, should How follow, do they fix this?
1: They should follow a process like the Philadelphia 76ers. So hire Sam Hankey is the first thing you need to do.
2: Okay. And then you just need down. a
1: tank. Started process 2.0. That's what's going to have to 2.0. happen.
2: Man. Okay, I, I I can get down with that. I can um, get down with that. Will Will we ever see another team? You know, and it, that could be the thing. Like, um, will we ever see a team that was like the 2001, 2002 Kings? Uh, the, that team that went uh, 61 and 21, and uh, by way of uh, some politics, they they lost the Lakers in the uh, the Western Conference Finals, and uh, I mean, you know,
1: I don't know, man. You, do, I mean, do you think you think, it, you
2: think if you do a process 2.0, you think you can get that stack of a roster? Because I mean, we're talking Mike Weber. Weber. We're talking Chris Weber. We're talking Vlade. We're talking Peja. We're talking. Hey, hey, don't, for, don't forget your, uh, your, you know, your bench guys, Doug Christie, uh, Bobby Jacksons. Um, oh my God! You know, you know, you know what? You know, you, you know who else? <laughs> uh, you know cream who cream else? I had the cream of wheat. You know who else? You know who else is on that roster? Ooh, Your man, favorite baby. player, man. Your favorite player. A young version of Hido Tergaloo.
1: Oh my god, Hido man. Oh, Baby Hidoo,
2: man. Baby Hidoo. Baby
1: I think that was his
2: rookie year. I think that was his rookie year, if not his second year. But god. the best part of this dude is that version of Hidoo, that was um, that was Frosted Tips, Hidoo Tergaloo. You know what I'm talking about? You know Frosted talking about tips? Or he's got the he's got the he's got the blonde tip on the hair. I mean, that, that <laughs> was cool back in the day. Did, did that you do cool, that? did you do that when you were a kid? I'm not gonna lie. Like when I was in fifth grade, man, I frosted the tips.
1: Dude, you know, I I did not frost the tips. I mean, Justin Timberlake frosted the tips. I didn't feel like I was that cool yet. I went with the buzz cut most of the time. I was like. My dad was a military guy, and he's like, I don't want no fancy haircuts. You're going to have to businessman that shit up, um, or you're going to have to get a high and tight. So hey, I went to high hey, and tight, bro.
2: Yeah, hey, there's uh, nothing wrong with that. But, hey, man, I, I tried it once. It wasn't really the look for me. But, hey, I, I can say I tried, right? Um, bad man. But, yeah, dude, so that, bad. Was a, that was a stacked roster. That was a stacked roster. So, you know, one can only hope that the Kings maybe get back to that one day. And, uh, you know, for the fans of Sacramento, can. They, uh, you know, they damn near lost their team. They, right. <laughs> they
1: George they might still.
2: They might still. Who knows? You know, <laughs> they, they did just build that new arena, but uh, that
1: might not have been enough. Like, you know. It might not be enough. That is 100% true, man. I feel bad for him. I really do. I honestly, I mean, living in Wisconsin, you know, you deal with these teams, and we almost lost the Milwaukee Bucks in Wisconsin. And yes, I know do. you're a you're big Bucks fan, which I appreciate. I, more for whatever reason, I cheer for the Bucks, but mostly the Bulls as well. Um, but wow. I know, oh. it's terrible. It's terrible.
2: Oh, but rooting I mean, for Chicago you, teams.
1: When That's you grow right. up looking at Michael Jordan, man, I mean, that was greatness. I mean, he wasn't on the Kings. That would have been fantastic if he was on the Kings.
2: <laughs> hey, man, he might be able to play for the Kings next year if he really wanted to. <laughs> right. I mean, you'd be – if he played for the
1: Kings, bro – he would be one of the best players in franchise
2: history, any franchise he would go to, especially Ooh, the Kings. Hot take, hot take. Hot take.
1: I would wow. love to so see you think, him in you a think You
2: think a one year of, like, a 50-ish, I don't even know how old Michael Jordan is anymore. How old is he? He's got to be in his 50s now, right? He would be the best player in Kings history. One year, best player in Kings history. Wow, that's a hot take, man. So let's he, uh, you know what? I, almost game, want, I almost want to game. take a step back here. And I want to. I want to see, like, I want to kind of think back and see who the Kings have had in their franchise and so we can kind of talk about some of the best players in their franchise and so we can see how bad it has been for those fans. Because, obviously, I know you mentioned Boogie Cousins. Um, he, Boogie. He was just there from since 2010 to uh, 2017. So, last year's, uh, this time last year, he got traded. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, is he considered one of the best in the franchise? I mean, that's no nah,
1: uh, man. You got to go to Peja and Chris Weber, man. Chris Webber. Yeah. Weber. I mean, that, that oh. was
2: that was a stacked team. So that so that that gets back to my point. There is that like that's cr- pretty crazy to think that uh, three of the best players in your franchise's history were on the same roster. Like <laughs> right. <laughs> That was That's a small crazy. window of greatness, man. very small window of greatness. But yeah, I mean, Plata and Peja, they, uh, Vlade. They, just, they have their numbers retired there. Um, yeah. yeah C- I, C? I, I don't, I don't know if they, uh, did they retire C Web's number yet? I can't remember.
1: You know, I can't remember either. Um, honestly, I wish I did. You know
2: what? We're we're not uh, one of those. Um, we don't mainstream know it all. So, so you know what? We don't even have to fact check on this if we don't want to because right. we're not ESPN. We don't have to worry about uh about that stuff. Uh, you know, let's we, just say that retired his number. We'll they just retired. say it. We'll just say that they retired it. So you know what? That's uh is C is C Webb uh is he is he the best player in franchise history? You know what? Hold on, let me let me step back. I'm gonna, I'm talking over myself here. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Dig in the archive. Do,
2: Dig. do we include the Cincinnati Royals? Do we include the Cincinnati Royals as part of the the Kings franchise um, players? Yes. Okay. Yes, do. You to, but then they're settled right there. Big O, man. Big, big O, big Oscar Robinson oh. is definitely the best player in that franchise's history. My God, um, that
1: is true. Big O, even though that guy.
2: he probably had his. No, no, I would say he probably did it his best years with the Royals. Um, the, the Bucks did get him, had a good time to obviously win that one one championship.
1: One championship. We got one, man. We've got one. one. We've got we one. got one. one. We won the shift.
2: But then if we're talking Royals, man, too, you almost got to go uh, Tiny Archibald. That's uh, Nate Tiny Archibald, man. Nate uh, Tiny I mean,
1: Archibald, man. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, buddy, man. that's oh another God. guy
2: that, uh, you know, all you can really do is uh, watch YouTube or, you know, you know NBA TV uh, history <laughs> lessons because uh, I don't know about you, Andrew, but I wasn't around in the seventies. So,
1: dude, man, I was around in the seventies, and I can tell you one thing: <laughs> the bushes were big. I'm just, <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs>
2: oh, oh yeah!
1: I'll we're not you. a safe for work podcast, by the way, guys. This is a dirty,
2: yeah, not dirty. Not safe for beat. work, not safe for kids. So, you, if you got kids in the car. Um, Probably uh, tell them earmuffs, or tell them to tell him to shut the fuck up. Tell them to want a fucking school. I don't know, like you know. <laughs> or you know what? You know, I'm not the parent of your your kids, so if if you want your kid running around saying Bush at school, then hey, that's cool. Bush, okay,
1: I, I, he was the president <laughs> twice.
2: Oh man. Oh so, yeah, well, I mean that's. Uh... <laughs> I
1: kind of want to touch on this. I think we're skipping over. I know you're going with the, you know, the Royals, but I think we're skipping over. We say Chris Weber, Webber, Divac, Peja, Boogie Cousins, but we're skipping over Mitch Redmond, man, from '91 to '98, man. Mitch Richmond, sorry, yes, man. Mitch Richmond. Yeah, Redmond or
2: whatever. Go Red. <laughs> I don't think Michael Wright ever played for the the Kings, but uh, (laughs) hey, no, you're right, dude. You're right, and that was uh, in my lifetime. Um, I was very young to see Mitch Richen, but uh, he was uh, indeed a good
1: player. Um, Fantastic. Fantastic. And I
2: think he goes –
1: he might be the most underrated Kings player, which is hard to say because I feel like they're all underrated.
2: He also probably wore probably one of the best jerseys in Kings history. You know what I'm talking about, man? The one where it's like half purple, half like – Checkered flag, like I don't know, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh man,
1: I, I love the Kings now, man. I need to buy season tickets. The, no, maybe not that much,
2: but hey, but at see, least at least buy jerseys. Start with a jersey. Yeah, maybe I mean, get uh maybe get one of those uh those pizza guy <laughs> nickname jerseys oh, for <laughs> I <think laughs> Thomas back in twenty fourteen. Oh, yeah, I'll get a pizza guy was, jersey. Did they actually night. do that? Did they actually do that, or was that uh?
1: <laughs> no, that Can was.
2: You a, buy one of those?
1: I wish, dude. That was an April Fool's joke. Oh
2: no! Are you way, kidding really? me? Oh my god! I they missed fell the for it.
1: They missed the boat on that, dude. Because I have to tell you one thing, dude. They went with the pizza guy thing, and they like when I read that, I was like, "Wow!" They were the first team in 2014 to incorporate corporate sponsors for the jerseys, and we're talking about the nicknames on the jerseys, guys. In case you don't know. Isaiah Thomas, now of the Lakers, formerly of the Cavaliers, formerly of the Celtics, formerly
2: of the Kings. The Kings, Kings, formerly of the Suns, formerly of damn near every team in the NBA at this point. But uh, anyway, continue.
1: Yeah, so, like, he – they made an April Fool's article saying, you know, for the nicknames on the jerseys in 2014, he's going to go pizza guy because that was, you know, some kind of ad sponsor that he was in. And then they were like, "Here, click this link, and then you could see, um, you know, his comments after this press was re- this this article was released, and it said April Fool's with a picture of Isaiah Thomas smiling." Which I was like, "Wow, you guys really missed the boat on that." I mean, they could have been trailblazing, honestly, like
2: trailblazing. Yeah, and, then, and now that now that the NBA has gone that direction, it is uh, yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> They could have been the first. But hey, now uh, now everyone <laughs> in the league is doing it and they uh, they missed out. So They missed out man. They were nah, I mean they, they just be the trendsetters, to, now they're just uh
1: <laughs> adds just, to the misery of the kings. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean?
2: So how do you like that man? How do you like that now with the with the jersey patches on, on the uh, or the patch the ad patches on the jerseys, I should say.
1: The so, man do you like that? it it's tough because I feel like your NASCAR team, now, man. You, you're strapping no, logos all over the jersey. No, no,
2: I don't think so, man. I think I think it's good business. It's more revenue for the league. It's not even that big. I mean, you know, look at soccer teams. Soccer teams have uh, right across the front of the jersey. You don't even know what club it is. It's actually a reverse order for soccer. You got the the sponsor on the front, and then a little patch for the team logo. So no, I mean, I, th- cool. I think that's it's cool. good. I yep. think it's good, man. I think it's. Uh, but here's I, I the think thing. there's some some of are... them are some of them are bad. Some of them are bad. So like, yeah. like it only is cool if it looks cool, right? But then like there are some that stick out like sore thumbs, and those are the ones where the the naysayer is going to be like, "See, I told you so." And yeah, crazy. I
1: mean, have you seen those Brooklyn Nets jerseys? I mean, these big. Oh,
2: no, the yeah, four ones. Yeah, I mean, come on, your your your, your jerseys are. White and black, and then you put a giant red patch on there. Like, what are you doing, they, they, That's another. That's another they, miserable fan, franchise, by the way. The Nets. I mean, they had a chance to rebrand there. And they did like the most basic thing you can do: uh, very generic logo, very generic uniform. Just, <laughs> I
1: blame Jay Z. Jay Z, that's how Damn it, Jay Z. He said, "Hey, man, black album
2: was cool. Let's go like, let's go all black with the Nets." And uh,
1: oh man. I, the thing about Jay-Z, dude, I mean, those jerseys are terrible. And like you said, the red patch, it just sticks out like a sore thumb. If I were anything, you know, if they were smart, they would incorporate a white and black logo with it. Like, look at look at Boston with GE,
2: man. General well, hold electric. on. Let, let, before we get into that, I, I do want to touch base on this uh, Jay-Z and that thing real quick. Okay. You know, <laughs> okay, well, here's the thing, though. How did he have so much control over the franchise by moving them to Brooklyn? Because did you know that he only had one? Like I think there's a 0.1% ownership of of the team. He didn't even. He didn't. Even, he wasn't even a majority <laughs> owner. His, his ownership included him putting a 40-40 club in the new arena in Brooklyn, and that was it. Like right? that was I mean, nothing else. Like it was. I mean,
1: if you listen, listen to the lyrics, it's all in between the lines. Nah, I'm not the Brooklyn. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a really good rapper, guys. Don't judge me.
2: If Jeezy's paying LeBron, I'm, I'm paying Dwayne Wade, man.
1: Yeah, I'm paying Dwayne Wade, man. <laughs> not LeBron. Dwayne Wade.
2: But he, And then he didn't even pay it.
1: <laughs> he didn't. <laughs>
2: How can you rap about it and then not do it? You know what I mean. I know. But anyway, right? so yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, what would you say are like your your the best one that you seen? Would you say that I know you're kind of dipping into that uh, Boston Celtics GE one? Is that is that your favorite of the uh, the patches?
1: I mean, I like the GE one, dude. Um, I mean, I really like the, the the Hornets with the Jordan
2: logo. I mean, but. But let's not get that mistaken, though, because they just have a Jordan logo rather than the Nike logo on their jerseys, but they do still have a jersey ad on the other side. Uh, let me look that oh. real quick.
1: Oh, yeah, Lending you got to look that tree? up, man.
2: Uh, yeah, Lending Tree, man. Lending Tree. Oh,
1: my God, dude. That's terrible.
2: That's bad, right?
1: That's garbage. <laughs> That's garbage. I need <laughs> Oh man!
2: And this yeah, I know, right? They, they kind of made it sound like it was just gonna be like just the Jordan logo, and like it was gonna be really cool. But then, no, no, no! Like, let's throw nah. this uh, money <laughs> tree.
1: <laughs> the, the only good one I can think of for me is the
2: GE logo, bro.
1: I mean, on those on those uh, Boston jerseys. I mean, you can't yeah. top that.
2: Yeah. What
1: about you, man? What about you? Well,
2: let's uh, let's 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 start with with the good ones. Uh, no, for myself. I don't want to be a homer and say the Harley Davidson patch on the bus jersey because, I mean, let's let's be honest, that looks fucking cool, especially on the black ones. But uh, you know what? I'm going to go a different direction. Since we're talking about Sacramento Kings, it's stuck in my head. I really love the blue diamond almond patch that is on the Sacramento <laughs> Kings jersey because who doesn't like almonds, man? Like, who doesn't like almonds? I mean, unless you have a nut allergy, who doesn't like almonds? <laughs> like
1: Almonds are you, good, man. <laughs> Almonds are really good. Blue Diamond makes a smokehouse almond, dude, and yes. it is amazing.
2: Oh so yeah, amazing. But I would have to say, aside from that, uh, the, the worst one I would have to say is got to be um, StubHub, man. StubHub on the Philly jerseys. I just, I just, it doesn't look that bad, but I just can't get <laughs> with it. Like it, you couldn't have found something like cooler than StubHub, like. I don't know. Like,
1: I mean, find something <laughs> that everybody can agree on. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we all go to pharmacies. We all do this. I mean, fi- what do we all do that you know? I
2: mean, well, hey, how about we go? Uh, you know, Mark, you know we we're talking about Markel Holtz a little bit earlier, here. and when he got drafted, the, the first thing he said was, uh, "Where's the Chick Fil A?" So uh, there you go, man. Partner <laughs> up with your, your your the the new guy on your franchise, uh, the number one pick. Um, I'm saying Chick-fil-A, the next man. great player, and you throw a Chick-fil-A on there. Do you think and, he's struggling
1: uh, so much because he still can't find the Chick-fil-A? And that's that's probably
2: like, what, the, honestly, that's probably what it is, man. They were he like, just needs some colors, where's stuff? the Chick-fil-A in Philly? And then they're like, oh, we don't have one, bro. And then he's just like, oh, I forgot how to shoot. He's like, I need, I or need the waffle fries. I need the waffle fries. Or they're just, like, faking it, too. Like, is is my, like, cons- conspiracy theory on that one because let's be honest man like if you watched them in in college the kid had a jumper and that was why he was considered the number one pick because he could light it up at any point but if you look back at the last couple of years where they kind of red shirt their guys or they red shirted um, you know Joel Embiid they red shirted Ben Simmons I think they wanted to keep doing that, but they didn't want the media to be like, oh, here we go again, and they're just benching their rookies for no reason. So then they come up with this crazy elaborate story where they're just like, yeah, he forgot how to shoot. He forgot how to shoot the ball. He and forgot it, man. He forgot so it. So then um, Brian Colangelo just looks like a, a genius when the, when he comes back next year and is just like shooting you know, 70% from three or something. Like, I don't, I don't know.
1: I mean – I think we just solved it, bro. I don't think think we need Brian Colander. I think what we need to do is just get him some Chick-fil-A. He hasn't found it in Philly.
2: Get him some Chick-fil-A.
1: And it's solved, man. We just fixed the problem. If the front office in Philadelphia wants to call us, we'll talk. You know, we'll see what we can do to get them some Chick-fil-A as soon as possible. I mean, I just had Chick-fil-A last
2: night, man. It It was pretty good. But I'm going to say this right here is yeah. because I already mentioned I'm a Ringer nerd. And, it, and as I'm eating this Chick fil A, it reminded me that the Ringer put out their uh, top 50 fast foods. Um, and Chick fil A, man, had four items in the top 15, and the Chick fil A waffle fries were number one. Number and one? As I'm eating these waffle fries, I'm saying, are these really that good? Are these really that good like are, are these the best fast food item because no. personally i don't think so man. i no. i think that there are many things Well, not maybe not that many but uh there, the there definitely are some, some some good ones out there that are i think are definitely overtake the chick-fil-a waffle fries what do you think man what, what, what do you think for your fast food items
1: I mean, I'm thinking there's plenty of things better than Chick-fil-A waffle fries. I do have to give a shout out to Chick-fil-A. They are not a sponsor of the Half and Half podcast, but they might want to become one because this is going to blow up big. Good business is going to come out of this for you, Chick-fil-A. I promise you that.
2: Um, are they I any mean, the top three, though? What's, uh, what are you looking at for top threes there?
1: Uh, you know, with me, I'm more of a classic guy, dude. Um, you know, I like the good old, good old staples of fast
2: food. Okay. So, if okay. I have so let's hear your sound three, three, man. Let's hear your sound three.
1: I gotta dig deep for this one. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I mean, if I'm gonna go three thinking about it, I'm a big fan of breakfast, dude. I okay. love breakfast.
2: Have you ever had a McDonald's hash brown when they're fresh oh, out them, of the fryer?
1: Dude. Oh, my God.
2: If you haven't had a McDonald's hash brown, like, where the fuck have you been for the last 30 years? It's Been living under a fucking rock <laughs> is what you've been doing, God damn it. Watching the Kings? Living under a rock. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't Watching know the
1: Kings that. eating pizza guys. I
2: don't, I don't even know even pizza that, guys though. The hash browns are good, man, especially when they're they're freshly made. <laughs> oh, one
1: time, I went to McDonald's, and I ordered two breakfast burritos and two hash browns, and they gave me four breakfast burritos,
2: and you oh. think that'd be
1: fine, right? No, oh, no. No, sir. It was not fine. It was not fine. I went back there, and I said, give me my hash browns,
2: please,
1: and they I were said, like,
2: can, can, take these four burritos and give me four hash browns.
1: That would have been fantastic, too, <laughs> but then I'd be having the bubble guts all day. Um <laughs>
2: All right, so let, let's keep this moving. So what's your number two, man? What's All right, yeah, two? so
1: number two, I would have to say, have you ever had a chocolate frosty from Wendy's Oh, well? yes,
2: oh, yes. But
1: not just any chocolate frosty.
2: you got to dip
1: the fries. Oh,
2: Wendy's. They, they I like have that. sea salt-covered like fries.
1: Man. Dip them in there, and they're delicious. It's fantastic. And if I'm looking at it, man, for number one, you can't go any better – Better place. Back to McDonald's for the Big Mac. That's America on two sesame seed buns, right there,
2: bro. Can you it's America? Uh, can you can you recite the the Big Mac jingle?
1: <laughs> no
2: man,
1: I'm not gonna do that, man. I, maybe, 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 maybe. I, no. Yeah, you gotta
2: give the people what they want, man. And I'm pretty sure the viewers or not the viewers, the the listeners on behalf of that pod right now are like. Andy, sing the shit out of that jingle.
1: All right, all right. Hold on, guys. Like I said, I can't shoot from the hip, okay? But I will shoot from the hip here in a second. I'm going to use a medium to help me out. All right, are you guys ready for this? I'm ready for this. I think they're ready, man. I think they're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, hold on. Still loading, <laughs> loading, loading, loading. And you guys gotta get used to this. Alright, guys, I'm ready.
2: <clears throat> oh, here we go. Two
1: old beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, on a sesame seed bun. That was fantastic.
2: Oh my Dude. God! Sorry, I just yeah, I just had to hit my cough button there because uh, <laughs> I just started choking on my water. That was good. Um, speaking of cough buttons, man, the greatest guy to ever use the cough button, uh, <laughs> Mr. Baseball himself, <laughs> Bob Uecker. Bob eucher Shout out to the morning. And if you guys growers. don't know what I'm talking about, just uh, maybe just Google it one time, and I'm sure you'll you'll find the uh, the radio interview of. Um, the two gentlemen that uh, sat in with him one time when he was uh, calling a game, and uh, his usage of the cough button is fantastic. Phenomenal. Oh, man. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, hey, that's a pretty good top three, man. I, I can – I mean, let's see you top it, bro. Let's oh, see you top it. So, I mean, you know what? I almost, like, after I was just bitching that I didn't like the, the – um, Chick-fil-A fries. I almost had to think that I had to put McDonald's fries in there just because that's what I prefer. But you know yeah. what? I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna say, fuck the fries, and I'm gonna go number three, the Taco Bell cinnamon twist.
1: Oh god. Oh yes. Oh my god, that's a great idea, bro.
2: Those are good. Those are good. Number two, I'm gonna have to go your same route, man. I'm gonna have to go with the chocolate frosty, but I'll go without the fries. I just like. Straight up frosty, man. Oh, uh, you bro. can't go wrong there. And my number one. Are you ready for this?
1: You want me to do a drum roll? I'll do a drum roll. Hold on. Right,
2: oh, here we go, man. Number one for me, the McDonald's apple pie. Oh, Make dude. better than that, man. Oh, warm apple pie. Like warm wow. apple pie. McDonald's are homemade. McDonald's, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker,
1: literally, too.
2: Hey, but you can't forget,
1: man, uh, an
2: honorable mention um, for me has got to be definitely um, the Shamrock Shake at McDonald's. I don't know about you, but. I also, didn't forget the uh,
1: Shamrock Shake,
2: honestly. Hey, you oh. can't forget that one. You know what? Hey, let's uh, let's talk shakes for a little bit. Let's talk okay, shakes. let's talk shakes, bro. Because if you let's want to talk shakes, shakes, man, I got one for you. We'll no it. We'll I hate it. I, I hate Arby's. I hate Arby's with a passion. You hate Arby's, man. I hate – okay, so here's the thing. They had the worst slogan in all of fast food. Why are you a marketing director immediately? Because I don't know if you've seen the commercials, man, but their slogan, We Have the Meats? What? Sounds like a – Like, dude, sounds that, like sounds, a... that sounds like I got some, like, shitty diarrhea. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, oh, man, I got the meats. Like, no, that's terrible. That is – that is terrible, but I will give them this, Fandy. I'll give them this. The Jamocha Shake is probably the best shake I've ever had in my life. I've never so had good. the
1: Jamocha Shake, dude. Ooh, tell I, me more I about it. I
2: recommend it. I recommend it. I recommend it. Well, I mean, there's not much to tell. It's a shake that is, uh, tastes, uh, tastes like chocolate and uh, coffee, you know, Um Hence Jamoka, but uh, you know it is—it's uh, definitely uh, something to give a try. Um, do you have an Arby's out by your way?
1: Dude, you know what? I do have an Arby's up by my way, my my we my way. Um, yeah, and I complained for so long when I moved to Lacrosse. I was like, "We don't have an Arby's, guys. We don't have an Arby's at all." And like, I was so mad about it. And I was like, why don't we have an Arby's? We need an Arby's, like, as soon as we can get one. So we finally got an Arby's, and I've only been there once in the past three years. Because that's my thing. Like, I complain about it, and then when it happens, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to eat there anymore. So, yes, we have an Arby's, but I need to go try this Simoka shake, like, right now, dude. I mean, right now. I think that's what I'm going to They (laughs) might be.
2: It might, might be have to if, check if out. Now you better just have to figure it out and tell him to, to make you one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't
1: know. Well, man, I think we're halfway through the podcast. I yeah, mean, I was gonna I say. Think... I thought I heard the buzzer
2: there, so it sounds like it's, uh, it's half time. We'll uh, definitely hit the locker room, uh, uh, reconvene, and, and try to hit the second half strong. What do you say?
1: I like, hate, man. I think that you know our jump shots are gonna get better. I think that we have to have a team mentality and focus to get back out here and do this again for another half hour.
2: Let's do this, man. All right, guys, we'll
1: be back as soon as we can. All right.
2: Peace.
0: And welcome to our halftime show. Uh, Currently, it's just me. I'm in the locker room just by myself. Trevor's out doing some stuff in the other room. I don't know what he's doing, but... I just wanted to fill you guys in, um, this podcast doesn't have any sponsors yet, but when it does, you guys will be so happy, because we'll be more professional, and we'll give a shit, no we won't, that was a joke, but today, and yes I did sniffle there, I have a little bit of a cold, but today we have a sponsor that I'm creating, just a generic sponsor, so I don't get sued, Tropicana. Is not our sponsor. It's just regular orange juice. You know, because people put a label on any kind of orange juice and say, Ah, that's a Sunny Delight or Tropicana or Pina Colada orange juice. I don't know if Pina Colada orange juice is real, but let's just look at regular orange juice, okay? That's who our sponsor is. Regular orange juice. Oranges can't sue us. Juice can't sue us. Did you guys know... In this generic orange juice world that it's only 42 percent juice and also go with the pulp free it's so much better than a lot of gross fucking pulp it's not worth it also if you want a good orange juice make sure it's about 50 calories per serving so that's a word from our sponsors of orange juice from my kitchen and also bread how about Italian bread let's give it up for Italian bread yeah I'm going there. Very good stuff. All right, guys. Now back to the second half of the podcast. See
2: ya. Hey, guys. All right. Welcome back. We're back here for the second half. Trying to close it out strong for the first episode of the half and half.
1: Half and half, so, pod, man. Just like milk in your coffee, but better. It's just in your ears. Exactly, man.
2: What a what what a good combination of uh, half serious, half bullshit. Um I know we kinda of talked about that before, but hey, you know, sometimes you guys might just get a hundred percent bullshit. You know?
1: Hundred percent yeah, <laughs> I mean I don't give a fuck how I do the show. It's just fun <laughs> for me, man. I'm always fun. Or oh, I try to be fun. I'll I'll shout at people I don't even know. <laughs>
2: So kind of like the uh the the conversation we we're having about the uh the jersey patches and uh you know now this year that the um the n b a has uh partnered up with Nike and uh obviously each team has come out with some new jerseys each team has you know four to five uh versions uh, of a jersey that they can wear and uh it's actually pretty cool if you if you don't know this andy or listeners uh uh, it's no longer, you know, the, the home white and uh, road dark jersey format. It is uh, you know, the home team gets to choose whatever the jersey or whatever jersey they want to wear, and then the away team has to just match it with uh, something that's opposing to to that. So um, it's pretty something cool that will man.
1: clash.
2: So, so yeah, so I mean, teams can wear whatever version of jersey they really want to at any time. Uh, so I kind of like that, and I almost wanted to uh, kind of dip into that and uh, kind of discuss uh, some of the the best jerseys uh, that we've seen uh, since this uh, this Nike partnership.
1: Yeah, dude, so I think. Me, be cool with that. Oh hell yeah! I love the jerseys this year, man. <laughs> there's some really good ones, and there's some really bad ones out there too. Just yeah. saying, I'm not I'm not pointing fingers, but I'm looking at you, Cleveland. Um, Ooh.
2: <laughs> Ooh, so you know he, what, what? What don't you like about Cleveland? Because I, I, there's at least one that I don't like from Cleveland, and uh, I don't want to you know, offend anybody. But
1: I, I when I first saw them, I was like, you know, those are kind of cool, but now they're terrible. Um, I'm looking at the land jerseys, the gray, not yeah. good, man.
2: You don't want to go they're too not, gray. They're man.
1: not. Because they're him, really the,
2: bad. They're really bad. But I'll give I'll give the Cavs this, man. At least they. At least they had the correct nickname on theirs, because that's true. With the Warriors, you know <laughs> they've had the city, they've had city. the bay, the and then bay. Now this year they also added the town. The town. I mean, which one are you? You know what I mean? Like, you can't have three nicknames. I mean, I mean, you can't you can have multiple nicknames. Um,
1: yeah, but, I mean, uh, you know, know what I mean? Like, like
2: but but like. The bay, the city, and the town are all three different things. So, like, which which one are you? You know what I mean? All right,
1: all right. let me give you a brief breakdown on this. So okay. a, city, a city, bro, a city is between 100,000 people and 300,000 people. Okay. A town is a population of 20,000 to 100,000. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that San Francisco's got more than 100,000 people in it. So I think they're a city. And they're not a bay. They're not a bay because if they were a bay, they'd just be a body of water. They wouldn't be a team. It doesn't. I mean, (laughs) Clay Thompson has got hands, feet, a head, ears, a nose, two eyes, two lips, and, you know, probably a penis. (laughs) He is not a body of water. So I'm sorry, you're not a bay and you're not a town. You're a city. You're a city. And you're, and Everybody's a city, though. Everybody is. It's not just you, San Francisco.
2: But they're a city. city.
1: There's, no, they're not. <laughs> they're yeah. not America's team. They're just a bunch of liars. I don't want liars. That's, I can't stand for that. If my America's team is liars, then get the fuck out
2: of here. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> All right, man. So, what do you, I mean, what What are you thinking? What, what are your top three jerseys, then? I know All right, we're man. Talk about this a little bit, but uh, let's let's uh, give a little something for the listeners here.
1: All right, guys. So I'm going to start with three, and I'm going to go with the Houston Rockets Chinese New Year jerseys. I mean, yes. what better what better way to honor one of your greatest players in franchise history?
2: Yeah, I mean, I kind of wish Yao Ming uh, his, his career was a little bit longer for the Rockets. Uh, but, you know, know tall guys uh, with foot injuries, it's kinda it's, it's understandable. Tough,
1: but, um, but I was talking about tracy McGrady though,
2: oh okay,
1: <laughs> I mean he is chinese, correct
2: uh no i don't I don't think he is, but uh, I mean, hey, we don't fact check on him, so oh, I mean maybe maybe, maybe he is
1: maybe he is man, he might have a little oriental in him <laughs> anyways,
2: all right, Trevor,
1: what is your number three?
2: Okay. Yeah. So my number three, um, I would definitely have to say is the, uh, Orlando magic, uh, city edition. So the one that has the, um, the galaxy of stars, uh, out on the Jersey. Nice. That one's pretty cool, man. I think it's, uh, something a little different and, uh, I mean, hey, you know, when you're when you're watching on TV, you almost don't even see it at first. But then when they zoom in on a player, you're like, oh, check that out! So check that out. That hey man, they, they got the cool patch to too, though. They got
1: a good patch. Disney. I mean, Disney D-Man.
2: man, most magical place, the most magical place on earth, and uh, actually the reason that they uh, named the team the Magic Man. So. No,
1: I didn't even know that, dude. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, so, that, yeah. so so for talking, you know, good partnerships with the Jersey patches. That's definitely a good one. That's that's probably the most fitting in all the league, to be honest. But uh, That's
1: true, man. Yeah. Magical. Was, uh, magical,
2: cool. bro. That's What's you the number... only magical thing about the Magic, though. I mean, you know what was magical?
1: When they had Hito on that team.
2: Oh, yes. Going back to Hito. <laughs> but that was not Frost and Piss Hito, to be clear. To be clear. That, was, that was the... Uh, that was a little bit older. Uh, I think that was probably even like a goatee version of Hito or something, right? Like, uh, Yeah. I, c- think I could he be had, wrong.
1: He had the, maybe like a Paul Gasol hair style going on too, maybe. Just kind of a little curly. But he was playing alongside Dwight Howard, man. That was, those were oh, some yeah. days.
2: Those were the days. All right, dude. All what right, is so... your number two? Oh, my number two? Yeah. We're not going your number two? We're going my number no, we'll
1: two? Go, we'll go 3-3. Three, three. You go two, and then I go two, and I go one. and oh, you Oh, this
2: crazy serpentine uh, version, man. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with the city editions, and I'm gonna go with the uh, for my number two, the Miami Heat, a city edition. So you know the the Miami Vice looking ones. Um, those are pretty sick, man. And uh, I'm not I'm not really a Jersey guy anymore. I kind of outgrew that. Uh, you know, the girlfriend is not really care for me in, in jerseys you know, I'm, you know i'm not a i'm not a 19 year old kid at a frat party wearing jerseys or anything but
1: uh
2: <laughs> i almost want to get one of those dwayne wade ones now that he went back there just because it looks so cool
1: yeah um, i mean
2: to be honest
1: like to see dwayne wade come back to miami wear that jersey and then make that Game-winning block against the Bucks. I know it probably hurt you, but it hurt me. But hey, that
2: that was a pretty cool jersey for your first game back with the Heat. I'm not gonna lie, that's pretty cool. I like
1: that. I like that. So, Which, uh, what's your team, number two, man, man? I'm gonna go with Philadelphia, man. They got the Declaration of Independence ones with a cream color. It looks fantastic to celebrate the signing of the Declaration of Independence. How America does that get? just minus this dub hub logo please just take that off
2: <laughs> yeah
1: well no, that. We, I like those I like
2: that. those actually those um you know the the script is nice um and yeah, it just it pops on the on the screen you know what i mean it and does. i don't know if you've ever seen this on the jersey but uh below above the i guess like the the nba logo uh it says unite or die and that's pretty cool, man. That's, I didn't uh,
1: notice that. That's really yeah. Cool.
2: That's uh, that's some heritage shit right there. For and then of have you,
1: Pacers? I mean, those seventy sixes I think they're going to be a team to be in a couple of years, man. I think the process is still going on. And I don't know if Mark Fultz is going to be part of that because, like I said, we don't. He doesn't know the difference between his hand and his feet. And it's because of Chick-fil-A, guys. It's all because of Chick-fil-A. Just get him Chick-fil-A.
2: That's all he needs. Or just trade him to Atlanta, man. You can get all the Chick-fil-A he wants down there. And Coca Cola, man. Oh dude Cola
1: Atlanta should have gone with the Coca Cola patch, man. They really should have. That
2: would have mm-hmm. been
1: fantastic. I think they wanted to mix
2: it up. I think they I think <laughs> uh, I think they've uh you know Atlanta's probably just like all right enough of this Coca-Cola shit man like we get it like we have a we we bottle it down here we get it but uh, <laughs> <laughs> when they go they went with I'm looking at it
1: right now they went with share care because that's a better choice yeah. than Coca-Cola uh
2: I mean it's not as popular but it is it is a local uh, thing um, so, I mean, i got to give them props for staying local. But, uh, Stay local.
1: All right, man. I'm going to go number one. and then Okay. Not, I'm not going to pee, but I'm going to go number one. Better than okay. number two. My number one jersey, city edition, would be the Rift City Trailblazer. Ooh. Dr. Yes. Jack Ramsey plaid, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God.
2: Dude. Ooh. Wee, those are <sighs> nice. Those are those, sweet. God, man. I, now I can't even say that those are my favorite because you took those. I know. Those are nice. I'm not gonna lie. Those, those are, are nice. Just, those yeah. are
1: um I mean, nothing gets better than I mean. Man, that's a cool Jack nickname, game. man. That's
2: a cool nickname. We're just talking about nicknames with the land and the, and the town and the city and the bay and the in the in the funk land. I don't know. Like, <laughs> the couch the fuck somehow, boys
1: man. the couch, man.
2: <laughs> um but uh Rip City, that's a pretty cool nickname, man. It's uh and Portland's actually supposed to be a pretty cool um City, yeah, I think it
1: it sounds pretty cool, but there might be too many hipsters out there. And I mean, no offense to hipsters, if you listen to this, keep listening cuz I I love you guys, but you guys need to chill out on the vinyl records, man, and ride in your bikes with like, Oh, dude,
2: don't get me started on the vinyl records, bad. man, because I'm I'm a I'm a fan of, of listening to vinyls, you know what I mean? And that and uh you know, that's uh, the number one sound quality for music. Uh, number two being C D. Um so those are my two my two big choices there when it comes to to music. And then the hipsters come in and, and they uh, you know, they buy all, all the vinyls and then for so the stores mark up the prices and then oh, now, stupid. You know, it's now dumb. I'm gonna pay fifty bucks for a vinyl, man. And it's like come on man. Like It's ridiculous. Not cool. man. It's, it's not cool. It's not hipsters. I mean fucking dicks. Assholes. <laughs>
1: All right, dude, what's your number one? What All right,
2: so since you, since you uh, went with that Rip City, I, which I do like, I'm going to go Homer, man. I'm going to stay in the state of Wisconsin, in the beautiful city of Milwaukee, and I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks statement, fear the deer, black jerseys. Oh, dude, the
1: black
2: is awesome. sick. Those are, you know, and, and, and much like you with the Arby's, I was always saying, why don't we have a black jersey, Milwaukee Bucks? Why don't we have a black jersey? I mean, did you say? Can, you know, I, I would call Herb Cole and I'd be like, "Hey, man, what's with this red and green shit? Like, I don't, I don't like this."
1: Nobody likes Christmas we, when it's not Christmas,
2: Herb Cole. And this
1: is what can, I would say to
2: can, Herb Cole. Can, can we, can we get a black? Can we get a black jersey? And then finally, one day, um, you know, Peter Fagan and, and company just were like, "Here you go, Trav, Here it is." Here's the black jersey you've been asking for. We've, Thank you, we've, Peter. We've King. got your messages. We've got your letters. We've got your tweets. And here it is. So, I mean, City of Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks fans, you're welcome. I brought this you is, the black jerseys.
1: This is what I would say to Herb Cole <laughs> in a strongly written letter or tweet. Because nobody writes letters anymore. I'd be like, dear Mr. Senator Herb Cole, I would like maybe to have a black jersey. It'd be really nice. It was, what, really good? And then that last name, Antetokounmpo, on the back? Oh, man. That would be really, really swell. That's what I would say. And he'd be like, wow, I've (laughs) never heard it like that. Thank you, Andrew.
2: Wow, that's that's impressive. (laughs) That's That's right, man. That that would have won me over if I were Herb So,
1: I mean, let's Let's talk about this. So you say the black jersey, but it's got that Harley Davidson orange logo on
2: it. I mean, yeah. does it pop? It, it it pops on the black one, man. It looks all nice. All right, all right. It looks nice. It does. Well, Do you get any uh, honorable mentions, or you got any? Because uh... here, I'll give you an honorable mention, man. i all right. a fan fair. of the. I'm not a fan of the city of Chicago. Um. Actually, I, I hate the city of Chicago. I think, it's, I think it's dirty. I think it's full of uh, I think it's full of uh, rats. Um, but uh, I do like the uh, the Chicago Bulls uh, flag versions. Their their city version with the Chicago flag jerseys. Those are pretty yeah.
1: nice. Yeah, that sounds like if I were a
2: Chicago guy, guy, I'd be like, "Hey, that's my number one." But you know, since I'm not, it doesn't even crack my top three. Here's my
1: honorable. I have one honorable mention, and it it, it kind of hits on a serious point right now in America: is have you seen those Memphis Grizzly all-white jerseys? Ooh,
2: and it has to
1: do with you know with the 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 March ones.
2: You talking about the ones for the March? Oh, yes, those are nice. I do like those ones.
1: So it touches on the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King and all yeah. those situations, man. It, it just it brings sports to real world, honestly, and that's yeah. I think that's what everything is about nowadays. Like you gotta take the good with the bad, but also you have to look at these negative aspects and try to make a positive out of them. You know, one man's death, but also one racist freedom from all that.
2: So it's fantastic. Love it. Those are Love those it. are cool jerseys, man. I like those. And hey, and they might even be enough to uh they might be enough to bring uh LeBron to, to Memphis this offseason. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I mean
1: <laughs> Yeah, I would have to tell you though, this is this is kinda of funny you bring that up. I was looking when we were talking about logos on the jersey, like the corporate logos Cleveland right now is rolling with the Goodyear logo, and I have to say they might have Goodyear on the jerseys. Not Goodyear in Cleveland at all. (laughs) It's a terrible joke, but uh, I'm going to go with it, guys. I'm going to go
2: with uh, it. I I think they're better off now that they made the trades. I'll I'll say that. I think uh, any year you have LeBron James on your roster is a good year because, I mean, you're pretty much guaranteed to make the finals. Um, I would say it was more so not a good year for Isaiah Thomas. Oh, Um, God, no. Was it, it, I think, just last year, and this man was saying, back up the Brinks truck, and uh, now he's um, backing up LeVar Ball. You know who won the trade
1: deadline, though? You know who won the trade deadline? I would have to say Paul Pierce. The reason why Paul Pierce won the trade deadline was, you know, he was going to have to share his jersey retirement night with isaiah thomas with his uh, homecoming night in boston and he wasn't having it and then when they traded him paul pierce got the whole night to himself and dude did he take advantage of that like he had like the longest re um (laughs) retirement of a jersey i've ever seen it was after a blowout you know game and that that was ridiculous. It was so long, <laughs> so fucking long. I was like, all right, Paul Pierce, we get it. You're not that great. Yeah, you were stabbed in Boston, which sucks, but you're not that great. I don't I don't like those Celtic teams, but that's a whole another story for a whole another day. Oh
2: yes, oh yes. So where so, do you uh, see LeBron,
1: man? Yeah, I say let's, going?
2: let's let's stay on this uh this topic with uh, with the Cavs and LeBron. Um. So you're speaking a good year, and uh, honestly, next year might not be a good year for them because they might be without LeBron James. Um,
1: yeah, at least they have that pick, that unprotected pick from Brooklyn, which is going to be shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, let's let's talk some uh, LeBron destinations here, quick. Um, All right, man. me personally, I, uh, I I still am thinking the Lakers. I'm thinking. It makes sense. Um, I mean, that's the hot take the hot out there right now. Is, yeah. It's the Lakers because, you know, he's got the two homes in L.A. He's got the businesses out in L.A. He's trying to get into the movies out in L.A. They got the cap space for two mastery agents now. He uh, is trying to mentor Lonzo Ball and all this stuff. So, you know what? He's got the relationship with Magic Johnson. I think, I think, I think the Lakers is honestly where it's going to be.
1: You think the Lakers, man? I, I mean, I'm surprised by that. Not really, because everybody's paying it. And I'd like to go against the norm, dude. Okay. I think LeBron. You know, he's got so many ties to Cleveland, but he's also got ties to a city in Florida called Miami. And uh. now that he's they sent Dwayne back down there. I think that they get the banana boat together and do a reunion tour in Miami. Ah. And this time you bring Chris Paul, who's a free agent. Yeah. Um, you bring uh, Carmelo. I mean, I mean, even maybe, you know, so you have Dwayne, you have LeBron, you have Carmelo, Dwayne, LeBron.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I with mean, all that money, man, you're not going to be able to afford very many guys. You're going to have to. Do some uh, veteran minimums or something. You're going to have to
1: do some veteran minimums, and I have the perfect sixth man for you on that Miami
2: Heat team, bro. Let's bring Muggsy
1: Bogues out of retirement. Huh? How's that sound? Muggsy Bogues will be the sixth man for Miami Heat.
2: Yes. Wow. How old is Muggsy Bogues, though?
1: I have no fucking clue. He's old, though. He is old (laughs) as shit. He is older. He is older than Vince Carter. I
2: mean,
1: <laughs> he is old. But Muggsy Bogues on the Miami Heat, book it. It's going to happen. And you
2: it's know gonna what? Happen.
1: It's going to happen. And,
2: and that's, that's... going to be the the one that seals the deal for LeBron. Huh? He's going to say, I've always wanted to play next to Muggsy. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. Miami Let's bring 2. Muggsy 0. in the pool. Miami... <laughs> I like that take, though. I I, I think that, you know, if they do clear up some cash space. Obviously, they got some, some money tied up with some – some big contracts, but um, it, it could happen. It, it, could he did happen. Playing for Spolstra, and now, yeah. I mean, I mean, who a good, who, coach, a good who coach, Who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to live in Miami? I think uh, him and D Wade uh, used the last couple of years to stick it to Pat Riley and, and make him realize how important they were to the franchise. And uh, you know, who knows? We'll see. Sure. It, it should I mean, be a. It should be, a, uh, should be an exciting. Yeah, sure. and I think
1: I, y'all have to watch out for Hassan Whiteside. I don't think he stays in Miami if those guys are coming there. And I mean, he's an expandable contract. I mean, he's not as good as Miami thought he was going to be. Um, and I don't think he would but Muggsy Bogues does. He does.
2: <laughs> Get the
1: fuck out, Hassan. This his Muggsy show.
2: I like the take. I like that take. How uh how we doing on time there, Andy?
1: You know, I think it's about time to wrap it up. Um about
2: time to wrap it up here. Yeah. Well um we don't really have anything to plug. I mean, um I don't know about you, but um, I'm not a movie star. I I'm not a rapper, uh, so I don't have any new mixtape coming out or anything like that. Um but I do wanna you know, let's uh let's encourage our um our listeners to check something new out. Um, yeah.
1: So if, if
2: you're cool with it, man, I want to, you know, wrap it up here. i just giving a nice little recommendation of something to check out. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully people take our advice and they, uh, they do it. Um, so, um, you want me to go first or you want to go first?
1: You can go first, man. You got,
2: that. all right, man. So I would like to, um, give a shout out one, to my uncle, uh, who, uh, recommended or turned me on to, to the, uh, the documentary, but, uh, I want uh, I want you to check this out too, Andrew. because so I don't think you've seen it yet. Um, right. I want you to check out the the Netflix documentary, "The Battered Bastards of Baseball." It is a documentary about uh, Bing Russell, the father of famous actor Kurt Russell, uh, who essentially uh, brought a independent uh, minor league baseball team uh, to a city of Portland who lost their team the previous year uh, due to lack of interest in attendance. And uh, that was quite the thing, man. Um, You know, they played in the, I want to say it was the Northwest League. And, uh, you know, majority of minor league baseball, this was in the 70s, um, so majority of minor league baseball, man, was, uh, you know, at that time was, now I'm becoming affiliated with, uh, with, uh, major league clubs and it killed off the independent baseball, but, uh, being in, uh, in the, in the Portland Mavericks, man, they, uh, they did their thing with, uh, independent players and, um, definitely put on a great show and it was, it was a great documentary. It's about, uh, about like an hour and a half long, I would say. Um, so I would definitely check it out, man. It's, a, it's definitely a good watch. Um, it,
1: it sounds you know, fantastic dude. I love Netflix. It, it, it seemed like
2: it was uh you know, we were kinda of talking about Portland before. It seemed like uh, a very cool thing in Portland and kinda of upset that it died out in the late seventies and you know, wasn't able to check it out, but uh you know, I definitely definitely recommend it.
1: Maybe we could bring something back to Portland. This is for you, Portland. Uh it's for you, Portland. This sounds that sounds fantastic. You know, Trevor, I wanna sit back and I go to the movies a lot, bro. I think you know that I see a lot of movies. I, I'm a big movie buff. I like to watch anything that comes out, even if it's garbage. But I've <laughs> seen a movie – there's a movie that I've seen twice in the past couple weeks. It's called I, Tanya, which is the the uh, biography of one Tanya Harding. And it kind of ties in right now because we're in the middle of the Winter Olympics currently and Ooh, the Nancy yeah. Kerrigan situation where –
2: I won a involved. lot of awards
1: too. Involved. It, it did, man. It's up for some Oscars. It looked, it was fantastic. Um,
2: it, it it goes over
1: the the stories of each individual involved in the incident. Um, it goes through Tanya's story, her version of it, her estranged mother's version of the story, her ex-husband, who was according to Tanya Harding an abusive fucktard. Um. And then there's some there's a lot of comedy in the movie. It makes it, it makes it a really enjoyable watch. Um I would definitely recommend you guys go see that. Uh I think Margot Robbie, known from Wolf of Wall Street.
2: Ooh, uh, yeah. She's
1: in it. I she is doesn't look like she does in Wolf of Wall Street, but she is a fantastic actress. Um Sebastian Stan from The Avengers, uh from Captain America, Winter Soldier, he's in it. There's uh Allison Janney from West Wing. Uh, just a lot a lot of good character actors in this movie makes it a good two hours to spend at your local Cineplex. that's what i'm going that's what I'm gonna go with right there
2: nice absolutely okay, i i I have to check that out myself too so uh, maybe I'll do that this weekend and we can maybe we can discuss um,
1: yeah maybe maybe yeah it sounds like a fantastic idea.
2: Awesome. Right, so I think that's a, I think that's a good way to wrap up the the first episode of the half and half. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, uh, we'll catch you guys uh, next time.
1: Yeah, guys, we'll catch you on the flip side.
2: And remember, Mugsy Bogues
1: to the Miami Heat. You heard it here first on Half and Half Podcast. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.
0: Well. That does it for the Half and Half podcast. Join the guys next time when they discuss whatever they feel like talking about, I guess. Maybe their friend Gromez will join the show. You never know on the Half and Half podcast with Mr. Racine and t Crone.